Welcome, everybody, to the first episode of Not Another Freaking Podcast. That's right. We dropped wrestling from the title, and I'll explain a little bit more here in a minute. But uh, to start it off, I'm uh, I'm JD, and my lawyer will let me speak on this podcast. And I, uh, Mr. NDA, cannot speak on stuff on this podcast. (laughs) So, Shane Daniels. And I'm Will Diamond, and I'm being forced to overshoot my bit. <laughs> and actually, no, it's not going to work. Jake. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Jake. Look at my eyes. What do you see? But my boy Sam Punk is back on Fed TV. My bunk, my bit died that for was that. Your bit? I'm so upset. It was dumb. God damn. you the first segment, you fucking no and my segue was gonna be and i'm will diamond and to kick off not another freaking podcast let's talk about some pro wrestling oh (laughs) so yeah let's uh let's double back real quick uh not another freaking podcast we have dropped wrestling from the title uh not to say that we won't discuss wrestling on this podcast because obviously we're about to talk about pepsi phil but we want to be able to open up more topics and uh this allows us to do that without having to talk about wrestling every single episode. Because until the return of Pepsi Phil, I think all of us were getting a little burnout. And yeah. I think I'm more burnout now. I was definitely fucking getting burnt out on really the only company that wasn't burning me out was DDT. And it's only because they had recently started to get back on track. But they happened to get back on track when everyone else jumped the ship and so it's it's definitely a lull point for all of us in pro wrestling where yeah we're still watching yeah we still care but it's not engaging enough to make a full topic for the show going forward yeah because like i got back into watching it again and was going to live shows summer went to my first pay-per-view ever SummerSlam. really that was your first pay-per-view yep live pay-per-view yeah and uh so that was cool got to do that with my son we traveled to lexington to watch AEW. um so yeah just watching all this wrestling is just really burning me out don't get me wrong i'm still gonna be watching every week um I just don't want to talk about it every week when I come on this podcast with you guys because we have a lot more things we can talk about. Having said that, let's talk about wrestling. Fucking Philip. Jake, how is uh you're happier than a fucking uh pig and shit. Truly yeah. blown is... away that he was too. Why? I <laughs> Something eventually had to happen that I liked. Yeah, but I didn't think it would be that. Because to me, him going to AEW was way more monumental of a moment because, cool, they got him back. Whereas now that he's back there, it's just like, cool, so your words have zero validity and you are just a worm. See, it's not even the hypocrisy of it so much for me. It's the fact that it's just like, I don't care. That too. He kind of showed me who he was. I want. And he showed me who he was in AEW, an overgrown man child who settles his problems with his fists instead of his words. Um, 
that's just my opinion. But having said that, I do believe that wrestling is more interesting with him involved, unfortunately. Um, He's always going to move the needle. So, like, I'm going to watch and all that good stuff. But, man, like, I don't know. I I don't need Pepsi Phil in 2023. Okay. I don't either. I had mentioned it to you guys earlier a week ago after he had first popped back up that it was really magical and cool when he first came back in AEW, but out of that kind of two-ish years, year one was cool. The second he entered the orbit of the world title is when it all unraveled for me because none of his matches were, outside of a handful to me, were particularly great when he came back like they weren't bad matches but they weren't anything that i would note like wow that was a fucking clinic outside of maybe the dog collar match with mjf i mean i enjoyed the wembley match i him and samojo were good that was a good match Yes, but I do think it was heavily tainted by them having already done their shit on Collision and having the first time Punk has finally beaten Joe clean off of a roll-up. No, I'm sorry. That's terrible. No, I would have def if I was booking that, I definitely would have did a thing where, hey, you have to beat some... Have him beat... You got to beat me to get a title shot and blah, blah, blah. And then have him win at Wembley. That's how I would have did that because then it would have meant more in front of that crowd. Why blow it on a fucking collision? Yeah. And it just, I don't know, that kind of key aspect about it to me just felt very odd that they would do that. But. Yeah, I mean, they had a solid match, and even the collision one was solid outside the finish. So, tell me this, guys. If you felt the same way I did, when uh, they announced a three-hour Raw, or, you know, Raw, three hours every week, but uh, the first hour is commercial-free. CM Punk's going to have a live microphone, and you're thinking that motherfucker's going to open the show and cut an hour-long promo and have 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 that that hour-long promo. He's going to have that hour. That's what you're thinking when you're going in. Instead, we got a tag team turmoil match that wasn't bad, but it was a letdown because it wasn't what you were turning it on for. Then we had a mediocre Raw up until the last 10 minutes where he he got on the microphone and said, I'm home and I've changed. Neither of those, I believe. Neither of those statements, I believe. Um, If he's talking about change in the last 10 years since he left WWE, sure, I'll give him that. He probably has. He's talking about in the last three months since he left AEW. He probably has not. And he's... The I'm home part sounds corny as fuck, which leads me to believe it's a setup for him to turn heel. Oh, yeah. That's why I think because he closed out the promo with the whole I'm not here to make friends, I'm here to make money. Which is the first truthful thing he said in wrestling in, like, a long time. A long time. I'm just going to play devil's advocate here. Mm. I mean, I'm excited that he's back. I'm glad he's home, quote unquote. I think as far as you guys saying, ah, he may not change. Well, I've changed. But I don't want him to change. 
There's sometimes, though, that people push those right fucking buttons that make me go back to the old person that I was. And the management, from what I hear there, is very loose in AEW. Whereas in WWE, they know how to handle it. They know how to keep They should handle it, though. They should sign Jack Perry. No, look, I get that they know how to handle it, but he should also know how to handle himself. That's my big thing is like, if you're well, going to sit here and say, I am the biggest and most legitimate star in pro wrestling today, then conduct yourself like it. But if you want to beat up Jack Perry, by all means, beat up Jack Perry, but don't grandstand. Like, just beat the shit out of that twink and go about your day. <laughs> like the rest of working class America does. So, do we? Yeah, I beat up a Nepo baby like every day before my shift. <laughs> so now that we've we've said our piece, let's shoot it over to Jake because he was super He's excited. excited, and I want to hear his and I want to hear yeah, what right. he has to say too. So, Jake, the floor is yours. If your camera isn't for us, <laughs> are you serious? What a moment! Are you what kidding me? A moment. I gave like this great intro and everything. You have got Oh, I was going to take one, but you got it. (laughs) Good. (laughs) Because that has to be the best possible thing for him to be frozen on. Also, now I'm just getting a screenshot of me clawing my face. So, Jake, I gave you like this great intro to talk about. Great segue. Fucking and killer segue. Your fucking computer froze, and I'm like, ah. You're talking fuck? to your smiling face. So let's, like you're let's... so excited to get past <laughs> the baton. Yeah. So let's trust him. I just. Uh, this is where he should have been. He should have never left to begin with. Like this, like ranked right up there with me with like Brett showing up on Raw again. Like you're gonna bury him for coming back and calling him a hypocrite and shit. That'd be fucking. The same thing with Brett coming back. Same thing with Cody coming back. Oh, yeah. I don't care about the hypocrisy. That doesn't mean shit to me. Everybody says they're going to leave somewhere. They're never going to come back when they leave. Right. That, that's It's specifically just, I can, I'm okay that he has settled his bridges from nine years ago. It's the fact that he was talking all that mess during his AEW tenure about them. And being like, no, you guys are so morally bankrupt and blah, 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 blah. And now he's going to headline a blood money show when he's the one of the ones that coined the term. What excites you the most about Punk being back, Jake? Him coming back. The fact that there's somebody that I give a shit about seeing again that's not going to get done dirty. Like they consistently do the ones I like dirty. And I think they're going to do him dirty. Huh? I think they're going to do him dirty. Think so? Mm-mm. At least this year, I think this is just me. I, I was spitballing back there night. This is my thoughts on it. I think he's going to go on to face Seth at Rumble or at the, at the at WrestleMania. I don't know how, but he's going to eat that L in the main event on night one. No, he's not. He's going to he's going to eat the L. You want to know why? Because it's going to show he can play ball. 
He's going to eat that L, and then he's going to take the title later. But it's going to show that he can play ball, and he's going to get his WrestleMania main event. That's all he cares about. That's all he cared about. He didn't care about winning the WrestleMania main event. He cared about being in it. Yeah, he he will. So he's going to get that though. WrestleMania main event. He's going to eat that L to Seth to show that he's willing to play ball, and then he's going to get the title later. I think the ex- kind of the opposite. I think he's he's obviously getting that night one main event, but which boo? Why would you sacrifice a? You've got two really solid women's champions right now, and I'm sorry, but I no. Punk should be a fucking opener match where he belongs. But regardless, he'll get the main event. I think he's going to get the belt because WWE wants to show that they'll play ball with him. They're going to give him everything he wants right out the gate so then they can do what needs to be done with him, which is a six-month Miz feud. Ugh. I mean, he did 91 million views, most viewed video in WWE history. If I'm not mistaken, I think he still holds the record for uh, merchandise sales, too. So yeah, he's um, been moving insane shit since he came back. But I also think he'll get it because they're clearly now that they've got two world titles and they're incapable of keeping one on a part-timer at any given moment so here's the trade cody gets the universal so we have a full-time world champion while punk gets the world heavyweight and goes on the part-time defense schedule now there's also the possibility that uh apparently they're in talks they're they're trying to get stone cold to do the dream match with cm punk at wrestlemania that could also be an avenue too late Uh, and that. also, we still don't know where Raw's going to land. That's yeah. still up in the air. And or they're going to do. They're going to do... be on USA. Oh, did they already finalize that? Yeah, that's already announced. Mm, then yeah, there's no. I I don't know where Raw will go because they they're very clearly trying to hedge up the offer by very publicly talking about the Warner Brothers deal. Monday Night Smackdown does not sound very... Wait, is it? No. Is it really? Not, no. No, they haven't announced a night for it or anything yet. Oh. Monday Night it, it's Smackdown still, It's still more than a year hilarious. away. So. Um, but, I, I mean, there's a lot of directions they go punk. I, I personally think he's going to eat that L at WrestleMania. Just so he can show he'll play ball and then he'll take it in where whatever country they end up in for one of those pay-per-views you want to put money on it maybe uh, hit me up if, off the, the if rollins versus punk does happen the for mania because if it happens at the rumble which i honestly assumed is where it would go down i don't think punk will get it because i think they have something bigger for punk at mania but i don't how do y'all feel about in the year of our Lord and Savior, 2024, having Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Punk. Let the man rest. Austin's done enough. Leave him alone. He already had that banger with Owens where Owens... I think him and Owens should be the last match, yeah. Him and Owens should be the last match he has because that was incredible. Yeah, let Kevin have that to hang his hat on. 
Well, that was a good conversation about fucking wrestling that we were moving away from. It is, which now brings us to our very, very pressing topic. Peter, Peter Griffin. The horse is here. So, um, if if you haven't kept up, Peter Griffin's now on Fortnite. To preface all this, though, Fortnite did their Big Bang event, which was the end of the OG season. How and was the start that? of Chapter Five? I didn't like. I didn't like it. I, did you play it? You played the Big Bang event? No, I watched and I saw the oh, Guitar God, Hero dude. and dude, I was Rocket so League and. I was I was so pissed because like they've done some great events in the past like the Thanos event and shit they have done and the big block rolling around the map they have done some great live events in the past but then they started mailing it in at some point like they did the Galactus event where you were on rails the whole time and you were riding battle buses you shot things at Galactus and it gave you the illusion of playing honestly and I didn't like that one well that was the first one where I was like what the fuck are you guys doing. And then they haven't done a live event since that one until uh, yesterday's live event at 2 p.m. where it called the Big Bang. Huh? This whole chapter start, they had a very long live event that was really tedious. What are you talking about? Uh, whenever this chapter started, not the season, the whole chapter, and they blew up the map with the core and then had literally lassoed together the oh, new map. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're that right. one was terrible. But no, normally it's just so, like a cutscene now. Yeah, so like, but this one was just like, they had an Eminem performance, which was like a song and a half. Which um, was stupid. And, and, and he started off with Lose Yourself, and then it it, it flipped into a Godzilla. It, yeah, it, it was weird. He has a Godzilla song? The song's got. Godzilla. Yeah, yes. the song was Godzilla, but it was just—it was really weird. It's got he was like, world in it and... yeah, he was huge, and you were like looking up at him, and you could only see his head while he was performing. It was really strange. And then it just kind of flipped you through a whole Guitar Hero thing that made no sense. And then, and then you went through some portals, and it showed you the new, or gave you a preview of the new Lego mode, it gave you a preview of the new uh, racing mode they're gonna do. And then it it, uh, it, it held you in a little st- spot for three minutes, and then it hit said hit square to exit. And when I did, it took me back to the queue and told me to wait for two hours. Uh, <laughs> so I mean that's about on brand because typically when they end, they're like, "That was cool, wasn't it? Aren't you excited for the new season? Go away." No, that's I what think cool, my favorite one was the Travis Scott one. Well, that was a concert. It wasn't a live event. Yeah, but still. Like, I, I would... It, it, yeah, this live event was just garbage. It really was. It was I like only did two songs. It was fun. He only did a song and a half, because he started Lose Yourself, and then, like, a big version of Eminem shot up, and, like, the whole place, like, got destroyed, and then Eminem started rapping Godzilla over you. It was... Yeah, and they gave him three like his different face was like this close. He was yeah, saying, it was like uh, this is all you could see. It was dumb. Uh, it was very dumb. So like, then but chapter five came out today. Chapter five, season one. Um, I played today. I got my first dub in my first match. What up? But then I found Peter Griffin on the map on my second match, and he bodied me. 
You got so is he like a boss character, kind of like Wolverine? Yeah, you can get a gold shotgun from him if you kill him. Uh, that's the problem. You have to kill him. And I had him almost dead. And then he did this little, like, disco dance thing and had full health again. And so I ran away because I was like, nah, fuck that. This motherfucker can just regenerate health. Nah. And then he chased me down and killed me. Who? So Peter Griffin. Peter fucking, like, muscle man Peter Griffin. Not not fat Peter Griffin. Yeah, because they don't have normal Peter. It's muscly Peter because they didn't want to rework it around a brand new model. So they just forced Peter to fit regular Fortnite well, model. If they would have had a fat Peter, you could have gives you a bigger target area to shoot. I don't Not care. Not necessarily because some of those hitboxes on those big characters are like are this big. Exactly. And they're like this big. Just That's give true. me shitty hitboxes on Peter and break the meta. So, like, Peter bodied my ass, though. And so I was like, all right, I got to go back there. I can beat him. Man, I went back there four fucking times after that. He killed my ass every fucking time. Except for one time, someone else killed him. And then when I ran up to try to kill him, uh, to kill them, he was doing that. And uh, and then they shot me in the face with his shotgun and I died. That is hilarious that he does the thing from the show. It's fantastic, dude. I, and I he's got the Peter that. Copter for his glider in the shop. Yeah, in the battle pass, which also really? as the bonus character for this season, we get Solid Snake with a extremely MGS one design too. I will say something. Fortnite has the best multiverse there is. Oh, hands down. Yeah, I think they out of because I like that they're the multiverse aspect is a very key and integral part of the plot where, yeah, you know, you got Ariana Grande and fucking Robocop and Peter Griffin all in a trio together. But in so, while these individual characters don't fit in, why they keep this adding while people. we're talking about it, you have to watch this or not watch this, but see the meme. So I'm pretty excited about this chapter of Fortnite. Yeah. Like they added the new map is incredible. So they added a, a, a whole like it's a brand new map. They added a train to the uh, map so you can land on the train. Like it's uh, get shit from it. It's got like a heist thing you can get from it. I'm so um, big on the you train. Played with it's the so riot good. shield because that looked fucking dope. I uh, I had one in my inventory but I didn't use it. Uh, earlier because i didn't have a reason to use it at the time um but i mean i'm excited for this new map i haven't been everywhere i've only been to like a couple of different places on the map so far but map looks Same. incredible the game looks they've added new mechanics there's different uh upgrades or mods for your weapons now um i know they did the movement they changed the movement up a little bit made it yeah yeah yes it feels a lot more fluid mantling is you can mantle through Feels windows now. Good. You can actually mantle through windows instead of like having to fucking tear down a wall and then go through it. Yeah, so that's cool. Uh, I'm I'm really excited for the way they've changed it. The mechanics feel more fluid and smooth. Now I haven't uh, got they, to play, but I'll tell you one weapon that looked really cool was the sword and the fucking the oh, grappling hook. Yes, I've only used it for grappling purposes. I still haven't actually like. 
busted it out for a fight, but it is very, it's neat. I, I liked it so far. Everything that they've added that I've messed around with for this season, I very much enjoy the, the movements being updated, which I don't know if you noticed, but they completely reworked crouching. Yeah. So it's not just for those that don't know, Previously in Fortnite, when you crouched, it's not going to give anybody any kind of indicators, both visually or audibly, that someone is walking around near you, and you're just going at a fraction less of the speed, whereas now you're actually, it's still all those same benefits, but you actually move slow like a proper crouch should feel. I... I think uh, I'm, I'm really excited. They they didn't haven't like launched it yet, but the new Lego mode starts in like four days. Where I'm like, interested to see what that's going to be because in the little trailer that looked cool. I was more excited about um, the racing, but going back racing to the, looks fun too. Going back to the Lego thing, some of my favorite games were like, but even my son growing up, we would play uh lego star wars lego batman fucking all that stuff those games are fun as hell so just it was cool to see lego fortnite so which yeah, i mean but, they're inevitably going to release like actual sets of that and i'm sure that's going to do numbers for like they already have sets oh do they really yeah they've had sets for a while oh i'm a I'm looking forward to that, though. That looks interesting, but it means a lot of building, and I don't like building in Fortnite. I, I, I'm exclusively a zero-build player at this point. I am. I like to play and build, but I will not build. I just like to play and build because everyone else in those modes sucks at shooting. Yeah, builds, people can't shoot. I Like, when you I join your party and you and Bentley are in builds, I clean up. Oh, I'll yeah. Get like, I'll get, like, fucking 10 kills and shit in, in, in build modes. But in no builds, like, I don't know. I just, I've always preferred the skill of not being able. I don't have the skill of building really quickly and building elaborate shit to kill you. I have the skill of being able to aim well and kill you. I've never played with you guys. I think I should play. You absolutely need to. We should definitely get you in on the party one night. I can come in in my favorite skin, which is Mouskulls. Oh, nice. I'm I, just gonna... I, I do tune mousels though. We'll do Good. different. We'll do different mousels. All um, of us. I'm a stickler for the skins must be coordinated for the squad. Yeah, yeah we coordinate our, I, our skins. I'm such a fan of mousels. I even have a mousels Christmas ornament. <laughs> Hell yeah! Now I've got like four different versions of him, and I know our near and dear friend of the podcast. Richard Jenkins does as well. So, uh, moving right along uh, from the Fortnite talk, which, you know, they said it would die after the OG season, and I was in a 20-minute queue just to get in today. So I do think there's going to be a massive player drop because they not only did they go straight back to what they were doing before, but it is an even more expanded version of what they were doing previously. So I think they're going to lose a lot of people. They had over 10 million people online today. 
So oh, that's pretty crazy. I'm a, my thing that. about Epic is Epic knows what they're doing. Yep. They literally kind of Gears of War one and Gears of War two are hands down the best two because Epic made those. And the movement and the way it plays and all that stuff, it was so fluid. But then after it got, they left and all that shit went down and it went to the other company. Gears just sucked. So, William, uh, what did you have to talk to us about again? So, since I felt it was very beautifully poetic that the, the one song that Eminem did do in its, I guess, entirety was Godzilla. Because that's what the fuck I have to talk about. Everybody, grab your kids, grab your wife, grab your husband, niece, nephew, aunt and uncle, cousins, siblings. Grab everyone. Grab homeless people off the fucking street and take them to your nearest movie theater and go see Godzilla Minus One. The best motherfucking movie of the entire year. I still haven't seen Killers of the Flower Moon, but I think Scorsese gets his dick sucked too much. He's not that good. And out of everything, because this year I do feel like I did an overall good job of actually keeping up with new releases movie-wise. And there was so little that had come out this year that came even fucking close to delivering just a whole cinema experience of you laugh, you cry, you wow, you gasp, everything. Godzilla wrecking shit looked phenomenal. It's the first ever fucking Godzilla movie to actually have a compelling human element that you actually give a fuck about these characters, what happens to them, because it drives a lot of focus on what if we actually made a Godzilla movie that is about the ramifications of Godzilla and how it affects these people. 15 out of 10 movie. Everyone should go see it. 15 out of 10? 15 out of 10. Dare I even say 16? Sounds plausible. So, so fucking good. Because it's set, it's kind of like a walk back on Godzilla origin, so it's not really connected to any of the old ones, definitely not connected to the US shit, and it doesn't have any tie-in to Shin Godzilla, the last one that came out. But it's set during the tail end and then the following days of World War II. And it's centering around a disgraced, failed kamikaze pilot that's coming back from war to a freshly carpet-bombed city. Hmm. And so you just get like that kind of human struggle first before Godzilla even really re-enters play. Let's check this out. It sounds pretty good. It's fan fucking tastic, and all on a budget of with kind of equivalency exchange. That's about fifteen million U.S. dollars Damn. for the budget, and the fact that 
everything else that I thought evoked anything close to what I felt watching this cost at least four times that budget. Speaking of Godzilla, though, they announced or they dropped a trailer for the Godzilla Kong New Empire movie. Hmm. And I haven't watched it, but just reading the comic, it looks like a comment. Somebody says they're going to tag team against King Scar. So kind of. So it's instead of pulling from the massive Rolodex of really cool kaiju that people have been dying to see get redone they're just gonna make another king kong but he's bigger and white and has a scar over his eye so you know he's evil (laughs) and that's it and also godzilla has pink spikes now which it's just like uh, all right i'm sure there's some stupid ass plot reason for it but Aesthetically, it is not the look. The pink glow does not go well with the the scale. He needs that. You know what else? Back. You know what else is not the look? I don't know about our listeners, but I got really tired of he- we're hearing Will sing about MVPs every week, so we're uh, going away from that. We have a new segment. Uh, to end the podcast every week now, instead of MVPs, since we're not focusing on wrestling, Shane is going to impart some advice to all of our listeners. And um, Shane's Shane Daniels, Life Lessons. Shane, take it away. Guys, when a girl tells you, I just can't find a man on my level, that is code that she is a five trying for a ten. And I fucked it up. Oh, the ten's out of her league. But she'll settle for a three at some point. When she's older and miserable and running out of time, she'll take everything you have and leave. Don't be a zero. Be a hero. Get a prenup. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, prenups are a very important thing if you're a successful male nowadays. I mean, I think that prenup should just be a baseline agreed-upon thing in literally any marriage. Because the way I see it is, regardless, like, if I have a fuckload of money from before this marriage, then I'm sorry, no. Then I still have a fuckload of money from before this marriage. Yeah. You know how many dudes don't get prenups, though? Almost all of them. Yeah, because they're fucking idiots. But, yeah, but they're also broke. Well, you know what? They might actually listen now that they've heard Life Lessons of Shane Daniels. They don't ever listen any other fucking time. <laughs> He's not uh, wrong. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us for our debut episode of Not Another Freaking Podcast. Uh, and we thank you for riding along with us this whole time as we did Not Another Freaking Wrestling Podcast. But uh, in the future, we're dropping the wrestling, even though, obviously, we're still fucking talking about it. Um, Jake, do they still need to bring money or what? Yes, they always need to bring money.